The show you're about to listen to is very old and comes with a warning. When we recorded these shows over a decade ago, the world was a different place and we were little more than children. As a result of this, you might hear a few things that by today's standards we judge to be inappropriate or offensive. Please don't be offended. In the years that have passed since recording these shows, we've all grown up to be wonderful, loving, liberal, free-thinking, open-minded individuals. If the us from over a decade ago say something to upset the you of today, please understand that we're as disgusted with ourselves as you are. But isn't this what life is all about? Learning and growing? We all said and did things in our younger days that make us cringe when we think about them. We just recorded it and put it out on the internet. With all that in mind, I hope you enjoy the show. Oh, and there's just one more thing. Don't email the show or try to enter competitions. We don't have that email anymore and all the competitions are over. We do have a Facebook group where you're very welcome to discuss any aspects of the podcast. Please visit simplysyndicated.com for more information. Mm. <laughs> ah, ah, you see, you shouldn't do that. That's very dangerous. <laughs> You are recording, aren't you, on you? This is recording. You don't need to be that close to the mic. You were... Be how you were when we set it up. (laughs) What, you mean with the the mic right in Mike's face? No, you're right in between it. It was in between you. (laughs) Pheasant. Equidistant, one shall say. Good evening and welcome to Movies You Should See. This week, what we are going to be doing is... Dust Till Dawn. The classic. There's some it's not a fucking classic. It's correct you. It's From Dusk Till Dawn. Thank you. Oh, okay. From Dusk <laughs> Until Dawn. That's from evening until morning. For those of you who don't understand the D words. Um, You're a friend. Uh, what a knobhead I am. Anyway, I'm Craig Bevan. I'm Mike Dawson. I'm Tristan Ophield. I'm Richard Smith. And I'm Alison Downing. Quick that was fast. Fire. Quick fire yeah. round. Let's try do it again. again. You're... Craig Bevan. Mike Dawson. Tristan Ophield. Richard Smith. That's known. See, Tristan Ophield doesn't really roll off the tongue. I've always had problems. With Do you remember him. Michael Flatley's Lord of the Dance, the end bit, where they all like stand up straight at the end in a yeah. big line? It's yeah. like that. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll take your word for it. Like a Mexican wave yeah. effect. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And one more time. Craig Bevan. Uh, Mike Dawson. Tristan Ophield. That's known. So, from Dust Till Dawn. Okay, Judge Cleaney's first sort of post-ER... No, no, no. no during during ER. ER movie outing. And he was fucking excellent, let's yes. be honest. He's very good. We yes. do like Judge Cleaney. Yes. Yep. Who directed this piece? Robert Rodriguez. Who also directed? Desperado, Sin yep. City, El Mariachi, Spy Kids 1, 2, and 3, <clears throat> and Once Upon a Time in Mexico. And I'm sure I'm missing something else. Yeah, I think you are, but I'm not going to correct you because I don't know. And a segment of Four Rooms. Really? Ah. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, I think so. I could be completely wrong. Um, yeah, that's, uh, well, Tarantino, not Tarantino's partner in, t- in crime, but um, as close as you're going to get, really. Yeah, uh, there's certainly a bit of respect there. Really. Yeah. Mm. So, and obviously Tarantino appears in the piece. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Are you also- referring to From Dust Till Dawn as a piece in terms of art? Just out of curiosity there. That so, was the impression I got that, from yeah. what he said. What? How else should I refer to it, though? It's not from a piece dust of art. dawn, really. Okay. The movie. Um, <laughs> and Quentin Tarantino wrote it as well. Yeah. So. And also starring Juliette Lewis as well. And Harvey Keitel. And Salma Hayek as well. Salma Hayek. Was that her first outing? Um, I, no, because she was on Mexican telly for fucking ages. But her first movie um, outing. It was certainly the first time I saw it. It was certainly yeah. the first time I saw it. And her. a lot of the world saw her and went, yes, more yeah. please. Yes. yes. So. After so many agents had said no. Yep. Yep. Um, reportedly laughed out of over 35 agencies for barely being able to speak a word of English. And yet still oh, yeah. persisted, which is really? fucking amazing, really. Mm. My mother still refers to her as that woman. <laughs> ah, referring so to the I, snake dance. I'm only assuming my father's mentioned her more than once. I don't know. <laughs> it's never come up, but that's this sort of tone. Oh, that woman. Yeah. Did that, does your dad like women well, that smoke cigars? Is, is she calling him all the time, Mum? <laughs> is that the problem? Is he staying out like you don't know where and you're like, oh, he's out with Salma Hayek again? Is that what is bothering you? No. If so, can we meet her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I want to hang around, around with your here. dad more. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Can you believe those words just came out of your mouth? No. No. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So this film, what's it about? 
<laughs> Two things. Yes. Yeah. Originally a robbery of some kind. Bank robbery? No, it? it's... A star. No, it's not. It's um, the Gecko Brothers, and Quentin Tarantino's character is in prison. Um, it is that way around. I'm fairly certain. Yes, I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah, and George Clooney breaks him out. No, other way around. Could be the other way around. Other yeah, way around. Other way around. Um, and Tarantino's then, got mental issues as well, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. He has. And then they go on the run to head to Mexico to meet one of their drug dealer gangster friends to set them up in Mexico for life. So that's basically their plan. And along the way, George Clooney has to keep his absolutely nutcase brother in check. Um, he just can't help committing crimes, can he? he or just fucking up. Just yeah. fucking up. And, and he's a bizarre shit. character. And... Um, Looks at people in strange ways and hears what he wants to hear as he well, does, and it? acts on it and stuff. He edits what people say in his yeah. own brain to hear what he wants them to have said. Yeah, mm. freaky. And, and along the way, they uh, yeah, the opening scene, which is fucking fantastic, starts of the film because I was just well, I remember watching it, just thinking, what the fuck is this? Because the sheriff walks in, doesn't he, and then starts talking to the guy in this convenience store, or the uh, petrol station, or whatever it is, mm. and uh, the conversation goes on for about five minutes, and you think, where is this going then? And he just walks across the side of the room, and then George Clooney and uh, Tarantino come out with two girls and guns to their heads, and say, you're not acting well enough, you're not acting good enough, you don't act better, I'm going to fucking kill you. I can't remember what the exact word is, and it's like, I am acting, I am acting. Fucking Academy Award over here acting, <laughs> and then uh, carries on, and then sorry, obviously this this all goes wrong. Um, shoots out in a in a shop, and uh, and then they carry on. They take a hostage. Um, Quentin Tarantino then brutally butchers this hostage to death, which is also a wicked little scene when he comes in. And you don't actually see it, you just get... That was the first time I'd ever seen flash cuts mm. like that, which were like two or three frames of just blood on a wall or a little bit of... I don't phone. remember any Shot of the this. on the nightstand. Uh, it's yeah. also the way it starts. It starts so innocently as well, because he just sits mm, down and yeah. like, do you want to watch some TV? You know, and she's... And, ooh. Yeah. yeah. It is yeah. creepy. It's calm. It's collected. It's what Tarantino does well or writes well. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 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 Now, I think he acted it well as... Also, oh, yeah, yeah. I think he's amazing. He this. does get slated a hell of a lot for his acting. Um, Mainly because he's a director by trade. Mainly because the way, I don't know, directors who make it as directors and then tap on an acting career on top are of, of an easy subject to ridicule. Is that why there's no more auteurs left in modern Hollywood? Possibly. Possibly. Is it a case of, well, what the hell do you think you're doing? Well, Stay behind, behind the, the camera. camera. I mean, you know, everyone accepts cameos, one or two lines. Hitchcock did it in every film. You know, the yeah. Scorsese, Scorsese does it. Yeah, it sometimes gives him, yeah, Dawson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, everyone... You were just mentioned that, along with Scorsese there. Yeah, I'll take that. Um <laughs> And the <laughs> you did that, Rich. I just yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. It's gone. I've got it off. Um, and yeah, so that's all right. But when you're actually writing a main part for yourself or a part of any significance, like we were talking earlier on about M Night Shyamalan starring in a very pivotal part yeah, of Signs. Signs, and like you say, you can just see him fighting for it. Yeah, he wants to be. He wants to be an actor, really. See, really, you should you know, argue that perhaps the director, if he's going to play a part, should perhaps go through the same casting <laughs> with the casting director that everyone else does. Surely you want the best person available to play that role. If you're the best person, fair enough, play the role. Yeah, if but the not, argument that settles that at the end of the day is, it's my film. Is that yeah. it? Is, yeah. Does in, it come down to that? In yeah. many respects. In a shell yeah. of not, yeah. Now, this is different because this isn't actually Tarantino's film. Yeah, but um, but yeah, he did come to fame through acting. Obviously, the part he plays in Reservoir Dogs was quite a significant part. This one is a very significant part. Um, less so in Pulp Fiction. I think he plays an answer phone machine in Jackie Brown, and then there's <laughs> nothing in Kill Bill One and Two. So slowly over time, he's starting to learn that he shouldn't really be in his own shit. He's he's done like stuff like he was in Alias. Um, a couple yeah. of seasons mm. back and stuff like that, but he's not. He's he's sort of. Is he mates with James Cameron? Then he may well be. I don't know because that's a that's a James Cameron thing, isn't it? Alias. No, that's. Um, or am I thinking uh, of Dark one? Angel? You're oh, thinking yeah. of Alias is JJ Abrams. Yes, sorry. Oh, right. I've so Star Trek soon. Well. Yeah. Star oh. Trek soon. <clears throat> God. God. <laughs> so so this is how the plot continues, and we end up. With they end up having to get some more hostages, so they kidnap this rather unusual family, which is comprised. This of is all 
the uh, motel. The motel. Yeah. I love all the sequence at the motel. Yeah. It's great, yeah. Oh, it's a pastor that's lost his faith, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah. Uh, which is played by Harvey Keitel. And then his daughter, played by Juliette Lewis, and his adopted son, yeah, who yeah. I forget the character's name. Yeah, actually. he's a bit... No, I don't really care about it. He was the... Yeah. Um, yeah, but that was the one that really, not not threw me off, but like, what an odd little thing to put in. Yeah, yeah. it's nice, isn't it? It's really nice. And the fact that they're not like, there's no, there's no odd mother. dynamic. The there's no mother. Yeah. And there's no weirdness in the family. It's just, that's, that's, that's the son. It. That's there the brother. Yeah. Extremely loving dad. Kids who adore him as well. That comes across really well, I think. Yeah. Especially between the father and the adopted son, their relationship's mm. really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's Very almost subtle. there just for the, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's almost there just for the line, isn't it? It's yeah. like, he doesn't look Japanese, neither does he. He looks Chinese. You, know? you don't look Japanese, yeah. yeah. Neither does he. He's Chinese. Or, well, the, the fact that it doesn't, doesn't he mistake him for for, yeah, current uh, or something. No, no, no. I mean, he mistakes them for a gay couple. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, no, that's my son. So Quentin Tarantino gave Harvey Keitel his first lead role ever. No, no he didn't. He did. He did. No, he didn't. Why have I heard that then from? I have no Friday. idea. So but have you not a- seen Mean Streets? That's a fair point. And much, right. much because yes, I have seen these streets and you would think it would be not fucking obvious. Ago. Have you not seen The Bad Lieutenant? Right. Yeah. Okay, then listen. I remember hearing somewhere and this may have been... Now, it's related to Reservoir Dogs. So I'm okay. thinking it would have come from one of those BBC Two five minute before the film starts. Let's try and be really arty farty about it. Oh, yeah. All those. Yeah. And movie day. I, I, oh, yeah. I completely agree that is wrong. And it's so wrong, it's silly. I think, I think <laughs> you liked him and wanted him to work again. I have heard it. And got in contact with Harvey because he really liked his work. It's one thing that Tarantino has done very well, isn't it? Resurrecting people's careers. Mm. As, he, as I heard it, the story went that... It, Quentin Tarantino just realised that Harvey Keitel had never played a leading role, so he cast him as that role in Reservoir Dogs. Which so is, obviously it's obviously a load of crap. shit. Yeah, yeah. but it, I've heard it because it stuck with me. I learned incorrect information that actually maybe you like wrong. Quentin Tarantino. You like hear what you wanted to hear. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do I remember the Johnny Walker advert that? Harvey Keitel did it was before cinema adverts uh, was like you either master your yes. fear or spend your life in the wings yes I think so it was a so, fucking yeah. awesome advert rings a bell but I can't think oh. I can't picture it sort of thing it was amazing it was just about being an actor and obviously you yeah. know selling whiskey in the process but it was, uh, it was, was it like he was walking onto a stage or something yeah it, yeah. it was in a huge amphitheatre that's it yeah yeah I vaguely remember it I remember it being good it was good a wicked ad anyway. so I'm going to blame BBC2 for that okay good okay right. Oh, and okay. Mark Mode as well. No reason, just why not? <laughs> so, so the family so are just going go. on holiday, aren't they? They've got a big RV that's yeah. yeah. traveling. Yeah, and they're going down to Mexico. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then they're kidnapped along the way. And I think with the nature of this, we're going to have to go a little bit further into the plot than we ordinarily would like mm. to. Because, like we said earlier, this is a film of two halves. Yeah. Very, 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 clear, very, very distinct halves. Yeah, two well, halves. Well, shall we say after a certain point there will be spoilers? Yeah. Because there's the twist sort of in the middle. So you we'll say now, now once we get to that bit, you know, we'll the, do that. The DVD home. box makes it quite clear. I don't think it's clear when coming. or how it's going to happen. No, it, no, it Clearly something is, but like, we'll get to it. We'll mm. get to it. Right. But So they kidnap... Harvey Keitel's family in order to use his van to get to escape and get down to Mexico. Over the border, they're heading for a bar called the Titty Twister. They don't know where it is or what it is. They've been recommended by someone to go there or... No, it's just to meet there in the morning. Is it just to meet there? Right, from dusk till dawn. It's open from dusk till dawn. That was it. That's the only reason that they're sent to this bar. Yes. So it's a cosmic fate rather than a grand plan. And they end up... Cosmic you like that, funny about that? <laughs> cosmic fate. I didn't say it like that. Yeah, um, you did. You said, cosmic fate. I mean, that's not a phrase you just drop into conversation. Is it? We can add that to the list along with skunk at the picnic and generally categorized into. These are phrases that I drop into conversation. All right, I don't... cosmic fate. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, karmic realignment, cosmic it, fate. You know all these things. It gives me a feeling of peace. Yeah. As a phrase. It's nice. Yeah, good. Think about that when you cosmically crash your car. <laughs> um, so that's harsh. <laughs> I think that's. A, I 
Probably on call for him. as well. Yeah, I agreed yeah. with him. You all heard that. Mm. Mm. So they end up nice. at this bar and Bastard. they're call trying the to... Call the titty uh, twister. Call the titty twister and they've got a... It's an unusual bar. Just an unusual bit. bar. There's nowhere like that in Leeds or Wakefield. Well, well you no, kind no. of set up for when the guy, you know, the, what you, oh God, there's, there's a sentence somewhere within the just cacophony of words that just came out. Um, you know you're in for a bit of an odd time when they're walking up the steps to go into the bar and there's a guy on the mic basically introduced the fact they got white pussy, black pussy, Spanish pussy, snapping pussy, mm. smelly pussy. And it's really... Yeah. I think that guy's a children's entertainer in Mexico <laughs> as well, which is what really throws me. Yeah. I'm sure I'm right about that. Um, <laughs> a nice scene just before they get to the bar as well is just actually crossing over the border, the whole tension that's happening. Well, mm. As they're getting the the bus example and that kind of stuff, th- isn't that part of their plan by kidnapping a pastor? You've got somebody who's really not going to be suspicious at a yes. border crossing. Yes, that's another thing that's on their side. Sort of thing. Well, yeah, it's on the so they didn't deliberately go out to kidnap a pastor. It just think, who are the least likely people they're going to get stopped? Don't, Shit, they, don't they knock Tarantino out as well? His brother, yeah. He yeah. does because he's starting to screw. He says, he yeah. says sorry, doesn't he? He takes his glasses off and punches him. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then he hides in the toilet with Juliet Lewis. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And there's a little connection between Clooney and Lewis, isn't there? Yeah, mm. it's she, fact, she does get taken with him. Yeah. But I think Clooney also knows that if he's not careful, his brother's going to flip out and go a bit yeah. psych. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Everybody just talk over that noise. Sorry, so sorry. Can't yeah. hear it. It's daytime when we don't normally record, so there's things going on in the street. I had a very interesting point to make, but it's gone now completely. Okay. Um, Shall we go back to the titty twister Yeah, then? sorry. Um, <laughs> so you're saying the sympathy from Juliet Lewis's character for the Gecko brothers, which I think no. there is by no. the end. No, there's no, a great, no I'm saying there's, I think there's, that she is quite sympathetic to George Clooney. I think she fancies him. Fancies him, fucking yeah. tattoo on his yeah. neck, sexy yeah. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Rich, but if you came knocking, like your mother, if any, you know that. Alison, Alison. I'd be gone. If love. you came knocking, you'd have to climb over me. <laughs> <laughs> He's that fit in this, isn't it? He's that fit. What, what can I say? <laughs> I can climb over you. I've got crampons. Yeah. So, <laughs> probably just, uh, Stockholm Syndrome. The two of you were tag team George Clooney. That's oh, just my oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, my God. Images. Oh, oh shit. Me. Yeah. Right, let's talk about that tattoo. Double cock. <laughs> Shit. That tattoo. No, because every every woman I know who's seen this film loves that tattoo. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely loves it. Just thinks it's the sexiest thing in the world. I'd be really lying is. if the thought of getting that had, had never not crossed my you. mind. Yeah. yeah. And then but the only thing stopping you was looking in the mirror and realizing oh, you oh. don't quite look like George Clooney. Oh god, I'd look a twat with that tattoo. <laughs> no, yeah. I was referring to myself in this instance, but yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. I think to be fair, any of us any of us would look like an idiot. Um, yeah. So no, I couldn't ever do it, but uh, it's <laughs> yeah. a good tattoo though because most tattoos are a bit shit yeah. girls look at them and think um, oh, that's really crap it's got your ex-girlfriend's name on it. <laughs> it's a rose or a swallow Mom. or something yeah, shit like that <laughs> or even worse you know Chinese symbols I think they're totally <laughs> really. Yeah. Are you sure it says what it says, yes. or is it really special fried rice? No, no, it's it's, it's Japanese as well. <laughs> oh, oh, well, you're off then. Yes, yeah, so okay. immediately Japanese, I'm slightly cooler because it's Japanese. Yeah, it doesn't look like a menu item. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering though, could you take it a step further? I mean, you're rich. You're worried about you know you get the tattoo, but you'd look a knob. Why don't you just get George Clooney's face tattooed over yours? <laughs> That, I'd love to see. You can what have that tattooed like. eyebrows, can't you? Why not a tattooed face? You could look like someone completely different. I think if it were that simple, then more people would be doing it. Well, you could just use that Does DNA that reconstruction device that they use in Die Another Day to make the Korean chap look like an Englishman. Of course, you That's could do that. Obviously, a very. Or, I can't believe you, you watched get that, that again. Way to go inside you and rearrange your face like in a space. Oh yeah, hey, Robert Picardo. <laughs> um, there's a plot somewhere and we're, we're clutching at straws no the well Robert Picardo's the cowboy he's there to buy stolen goods he is in the form of the microchips that miniaturize yeah. I mean who do you think introduced Velcro to the Persian Gulf exactly, exactly. <laughs> wrong wrong plot line but <laughs> young please little face oh it was just brilliant so, like, me and you have always been like that <laughs> 
rapid I fire. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> uh, so, we're in the Titty Twister. Uh, we've got this crazy band. We've got this uh, amazing stripping, uh, which doesn't strip, uh, Dance with a Snake. And, uh, oh, oh, some oh, beers and some legs. Tarantino. It's, Tarantino, it's yeah. the whiskey down the leg that mm. really fucking nails it. Yeah. The tone in the mouth job. Yeah. You get this, you get this sort of rising Stop feeling with that growling. Scene. It's just kind of, you know. I'm, I'm almost unable to speak about it. Yeah. It's <laughs> one of those honest. moments in Simmer Smith. <laughs> it's cinnamon history. Ooh, history where you don't want to be sat with your parents watching this no, film. No, you don't. No, <laughs> getting hold of a cushion. Trying not to, to adjust. <laughs> yeah. But, well, like, it's not affecting me. It's not affecting me at all. Actually. Speaking about directors getting to do things just because it's their film. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'm sure George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino had the conversation where George went to Quentin. Why isn't it me that's getting the, the dance? <laughs> <laughs> it's my film. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> Shut up, George. <laughs> Send you back to TV before you know. Maybe George's got his later. Oh, come on. The top example of that has got to be Zach Braff with fucking yeah. Garden State. Oh, I'm going to cop off with two fit women and Natalie Portman. And direct it. Portman's and write Portman. it. And cast myself in it. And get away with it. Mm. The most recent auteur. But he's so nice. But he's so nice. He's That's why he gets yeah. away with it. But you just sat there. You only realise halfway through and you think, he wrote and directed this. The cheeky fuck. And Scrubs <laughs> as well. The amount of ladies he has in that. Yeah. Is Scrubs finished yet? No. Another season. Are they going to do another, another season? season. Yeah. They've rumoured it to be the last one and then So suddenly, they've been rumouring that for the last four years. But then suddenly it looked like it was gearing up to the end and then it suddenly just went, oh, not really. It, it should be continue. on forever. It's brilliant. It, it will never grow brilliant. tired. As long as they keep writing insults for Dr. Cox to say to people. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And then JD just needs to fall over things comically and all that. And that's pretty much everything sorted. Exactly. Um, it's all right. You can't really hear them. So this, this bar. <laughs> we got we yeah, that, that that strip scene that 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 not strip scene I keep calling it strip scene because it feels like it should be the snake dance, dance. That snake, the snake dance yeah and, and possibly was the most erotic thing I'd seen at the time yeah um, Hayek with a snake yeah beer down leg in fact we could go on about this all yeah night. they basically the the family's still being held hostage because George Clooney basically wants them to wait till the morning to know that they're safe and thanks. This is okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> just so they can ensure he can ensure that he and his brother are safe, and they're not going to tell anybody, and then they're going to let the family go because George Clooney and well, the Gecko brothers will be off to El Rey, which is where they're going to be staying. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Clooney um, likes them as well, doesn't he? I think he liked to begin with. I think he likes toying with the pasta. Yeah, um, but because there's there's a bit of repartee going there. Yeah, there's definitely a respect. Yeah. yeah, the pastor's uh, not taking any shit from him either, is not he? At Maybe all. a man of God or a lapsed man of God, but he's really not taking any shit. No, he's not. He's, he's doing what he has father, to do, but but he's got a hard edge under him that is all about protecting those children that he's got, and he ain't gonna take any crap off these guys. No, not at all. And so they're they're all still in it together at this point, and then something a bit weird happens. Yes, just yes. a little. So we can spoil this now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Spoilers to, coming sorry. up if you don't want to know. Fuck off. Thank now. you for listening. Thank you for listening. See you next week. It'd be very, I'd be very shocked if you didn't really know. Yeah. <laughs> this is what this, this is one of the worst kept secrets in history as well, because everyone knew. Um, I the, 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 didn't before. Uh, did you not? It? No. Oh, I, didn't know I had no clue what was coming at all. Me neither. I was like, what the f- Fuck, this it is was wicked. a what the fuck moment. The bar's <laughs> full of vampires, basically. Yeah. Yep. Um, Everybody, including that woman, is a vampire. They may well, just it, it all like starts, bikers, doesn't it, where he beats up that guy outside. Yeah. Tarantino yeah. beats up the guy outside. I hope so. At what point does he get shot through the hand? Um, he gets shot is through that, the hand early on. Yeah. And then he gets a knife through the same hand wound that's later it, cause on. Because that's incredible. In, in a little yeah. bit of fight after he's beaten up this guy and then it's got blood all over the place and then that's it. It starts. So he's got a big hole in his hand through most yeah. of the movie. Yeah. And which Sama is Hayek, as beautiful as she is, turns into this blood and then. Not what you want in your woman. Yeah. Not really. I mean, feist, yeah. Teeth, no. Yeah. yeah. It's basically the whole bar is a trap. 
the all the girls in the bar and some of the bar staff turn into vampires and everyone else who's left so you've got the gecko brothers the pastor's family and the bikers and truckers that are in there are left and to the base band. And, oh yeah they're there to fight the vampires <laughs> off the um, only bar in the world without australian students behind it yes very true <laughs> to be fair surely there'd be two or three of them cowering in the corner that didn't have a fucking clue what was going on <laughs> No, mate, they're Aussies. They'd have been in there straight away. Fucking vampires! Straight in. They smash them up. They know all about it. Believe it's me. It's a firm belief I have. There are Australian students behind every bar in the world. Bless them. Cowering. No, not cowering. <laughs> Informing the world that they don't actually drink Fosters. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, I actually had that the other day on the train. It's really random. I was working on the train and three guys carrying beer came and sat down next to me. I thought, oh, this is going to be great. I had my Mac out. It turned out there were three design guys. And we um, ended up having a conversation about Macs the whole journey, which was really geeky and really great. But one of the guys was Aussie and he was offered a Foster. He's like, no, man, I don't drink it. It's absolutely shy. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what do you mean this is your bit? And the conversation evolved from there. But ah, yeah. so he's a Forex man. <laughs> <laughs> that was mentioned. He just we- said, no, mate, that's bollocks. We should go. <laughs> over there with some and just explain this is what you're supposed to be drinking this is what the law says this is the rules you drink drink anything else what's this rubbish you're drinking yeah so the the Americans who made films in the 1980s would come over and uh, tell us to get rid of all of our cities that's very true yeah Yeah. because we all live in the countryside and and if we could move Big Ben just within sight of St Paul's Cathedral and Tower Bridge and the yeah. Tower of London any and monument and everything yeah. well no Paris uh, the, well. the, uh, the people Big in Paris in have been making Stonehenge. arrangements for years so that you can see the Eiffel Tower from every window in Paris that's true and it yeah. is right yeah. next door to the Louvre the Arc de Triomphe everything yeah. is within 100 yards of each yeah. other definitely excellent, that's excellent. Team America yeah, keep approved all. but we won't go into that <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love that shot you miss it so often if if you're not looking clearly yeah. but the Eiffel Tower falling on it and smashing it's just yeah. brilliant yeah but we won't go into that <laughs> we yeah. won't oh. <laughs> So yeah, what now becomes, so what started as a gangster hostage kidnapping film becomes a vampire siege movie. Vampire fight for your bloody life. (laughs) And it's no holds barred. It it really doesn't hold back, doesn't pull any punches, is spectacularly gory in places. And a slightly different type of vampire to any I'd ever seen before. Yeah. Yeah. Because these are, these are creatures. Like these are full blown. The only vampire stuff I'd seen before has sort of been like Buffy Angel kind of crap and, um, and Rice. And the mutation and the changes is all, Based around the teeth, basically. Mm. And Subtle, and you still got the sort of consciousness there of a human. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. They're, they're still... That part of the personality hasn't gone. And it's just cosmetically just the teeth. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And you can spot them because they have pale skin. Mm. Yeah. But that's about it. These are full-blown creatures. They're, they, the hair... Go, goes away, doesn't it? They have a complete face overhaul. Yeah, and I mean, they're... The build changes to the build extent, change. does yeah. it? Yep. And all the way through the night, they progressively lose more and more of their clothing as well. So yeah. you just get this real sort of animalistic feel to them rather yeah. than this. Yeah, get increasingly less human yeah. as yeah. the night goes on. Yeah. So it is a complete transformation rather than a like just a subtle little thing. It's more thing. like a werewolf type transformation as yeah. opposed to a, a vampire one. Yeah, more like Classically. a lichen. Have we mentioned the willy gun? No. 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 Because there are, out of all the people in the bar, not everybody is a vampire. There are other people who yeah, are just absolutely. in the no, bar. No, no, we said you know, bikers and truckers. Yeah. Bikers yeah. and truckers. There's cock gun. Cock gun. Which is awesome. This guy <laughs> yeah. who's got this, he's, is it leather chaps on, but underneath there's actually a gun. Yeah. Where is Willie should be? Yeah. Or is it? Yeah, like a He thinks he's a bit sexy, that guy, doesn't he? He does. What's his name? I don't know. Dick? No, I think it's something like that. It's something weird. Oh, fuck off. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but you've got him, and who's the other guy? The, the, Wilkins. The black guy, the one who's Vietnam veteran. Yeah, yeah the guy who guy gets well. bitten and doesn't want to... Eventually, yeah. ...deal with it. No, no, that's the that's the cock gun guy. No, I thought the cock gun guy was a biker guy. 
Yeah, but he gets yeah. bitten on the arm, and then he doesn't. Yes, yeah, but he doesn't want to like. Yeah, and slowly yeah. you yeah. see his transformation, like his hand just like growing massive claws, and his fingers quadrupling in size, and then like tries to hide it. Yeah, and it's quite. It's quite comical. It's quite comical. Yeah, there it, is a yeah, lot of comedy. It's very tongue in cheek. Yeah, and where the band start playing the dead bodies. Yeah. It's like, what? He's holding Instead a, a of a guitar. guitar-shaped body. Yeah. <laughs> With a leg that's been shoved up its arse. Yeah. Torn up and shoved up its arse. And the strings have been tied around the toes. It is fucked up. Really. They, then they're set with, fuck you, everybody. Good night. And they blow up. <laughs> yeah. For no reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it just becomes absurd, doesn't it? You just it? get the it's feeling. Absurd visuals. Sometimes thing. when you've played that, that excellent gig, there's no point. <laughs> is that the complete zone? Then? We're just when waiting for Celine Dion to be you're in exploring. the zone. <laughs> After that, that last verse of My Heart I'd... Will Go On, she drops the grenade and waves and... Imagine Celine Dion saying, fuck you and good, good night. night. <laughs> and then exploded. That would be more shocking. It'd be, Celine Dion tells audience to fuck off. Oh, and she exploded in the newspaper the next day. That would be it. It would be hilarious. We'd all giggle. So I was going to say, um, you get the you get the feeling with this film that Tarantino and Rodriguez were like writing it and making it, and then they got about halfway through, and the rest of the story would have played out as naturally it would, yeah. and there would have been a whole big gangster conflict or something going down in Mexico and some crazy shit happening, and they just got to the bar and they thought, fuck it, should we just stay here? Let's have vampires. Let's just, <laughs> yeah. Let's just make some vampires pop up. Let's stay here, I'll have another pint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and some dry roasted peanuts. We're supposed, no, we're supposed to go to the capital of Mexico. Let's go tomorrow. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> what, what can we do? It was through hard. the nose. Through the nose, Tristan. Dude, it's all about the nose, Troy. It's all about the nose. He's Feel struggling here, folks. Feel We're in about fizz. thirty seconds of him holding this. The the there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, you wait till I was swallowing before you oh, said that. No, I wish I was filming that. I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, you foul, foul friend. The may, amount- may you be warned that drinking while recording or listening to movies you should see can be damaging for your tie. The Quote, Pepsi Jason. fountain. The Pepsi fountain of Tristan's nose. That was incredible. <laughs> that was a fresh glass too. It's all oh, just gone down the drain. It's <laughs> been up and round his sinuses. Back out. He's not drinking oh, it. <laughs> Can't believe that actually happened. <laughs> You're going to have a good time. Is your head fizzing? No. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, because... Sorry, I Because it is such a monumentally com- a complete departure from everything that's preceded this at this point in the film. I mean, it is a bit odd the way that stuff has been filmed and things have happened in the first half, but no way near odd enough to justify... I just, I've got to completely disagree. I think there's no setup whatsoever that things are slightly odd here. No, there's like, there's rapid compressed shots where it zooms in on people really fast. It's a little bit quirky, the camera work in place. But not oh, but the whole of, film's no, been not, a little No, bit I mean, quirky. aesthetically, visually, I don't mean in terms thematically, you don't get the hint that maybe there's a vampire right, or maybe. anything like that. It's something might be wrong with this picture yeah. you think the thing that's wrong with the picture is Tarantino's character yeah, yeah that's right you yeah. think that he's the he's core the of it really gonna, he's going to snap at some point and yeah. Yeah. lose it all well he does snap effectively but not a massive snap it is him that is the catalyst for everything that happens but that's only incidental you know what I mean so if I was going to have any kind of minor gripe with this film, and I only do have one, it's that I w- did actually want to see what would happen with that story. Mm. Yeah, I was actually into that story when it stopped. I wanted to know what was going to go on yeah. once they got you know, to the, meet the gangsters and everything else. I don't mind that I don't get to see that because what I do see is fucking awesome. Yeah. But I've always kind of wanted to see where that story would have naturally progressed if they'd kept... Sort of like what I said with 28 Days Later, I always wanted to see the zombie story continue before it went to the soldiers. And that's the only thing I can say with that. Where but, could the, st- the zombie story have gone? I don't know. I'm, that just intrigued me. As a I concept. I just, wanted to, I just wanted to see it keep going. Mm. And some more fucked up shit happened with them. 
See, I, I think it's, uh, like I said on 28 Days Later, which I think you can download from our store, can't you? It's one of the older ones. Yeah, one of the older right. ones. The uh, first one. The very the first one. I think episode. 28 Days Later, it's, it's a human story. It just happens to have zombies in it. But we can talk about this at a later date. Yeah. Or an earlier date. Ah, mm-hmm. very cunning. Well, you can download it and hear us talk about it at an earlier date. Simplysyndicated.com slash store. Mm. You know so, you want it. So these people don't take the fact that these uh, vampires are around lying down, do they? No. They're no. going to fucking they all, back. Because they're all fashion. human and not vampire, they all unite. Yeah, they do. Humans do completely unite in the face of adversity. No, Americans completely unite in the face of adversity. <laughs> As we discussed a few weeks ago. Yeah. We, we fight, fuck up. <laughs> we go to shit and uh, end up fucking around. Apparently. I'm sure afterwards they usually learn a lesson about racial equality as well. Yeah. <laughs> or how they rely on the other half of the earth. And, oh, yeah. did you see uh, Day After Tomorrow? Sadly. Oh, yeah. where the the all all of the Westerners are going south. Oh, Mexico, so, we're, we're actually, very sorry. Oh yeah. well, no, no, it's just one of the lines that said, "We so we've cleared all debts." Really? Did we have a choice? <laughs> you know, the, which was it's not that. It's when they're so surprising. And Mexico has actually closed their borders, refusing to let people across. I was the only person who pissed myself at that line <laughs> in the cinema. Everyone else is just like, "My God, the fucking Mexicans!" And I was just, oh, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> was, what a great line! What a clever little twist. I, um, you'd love to be the border guard who that got that phone call from yeah. the guy who's down at the gate with all of America banging on the door, phoning up. Uh, We're not letting them in. We're not letting them in. We've got who there? <laughs> tell the same him, what? Place that. So hang, so hang tell on. them fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but don't tell them I told you to tell them. <laughs> yeah. tell, tell them we're closed until 9am tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Come back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like the border of the Democratic Republic of Congo and the whole of Europe and Northern Africa comes down, no? Have those people got flags yet? Because Stay if away. not, then... It doesn't matter. It doesn't wouldn't it? be an issue. No. <laughs> <laughs> they just simply don't have a flag. We'll give them a flag. It'll just have ours in the corner of it. <laughs> yeah, that's that, I love that. That little that's stamp of, we're before. still fucking here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a flag, you. but don't you, don't you go forgetting how this works, sunshine. Oh, yeah. The Commonwealth. <laughs> what a load of crap. <laughs> so there's uniting. There's lots of vampire bashing. Yeah, and that's pretty much his second half. Yeah. It is. Um, every, one every table massive life. barroom brawl ensues, and it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> now, every this second leg, half... Every chair leg, every, every piece of wood is ripped up and Stabbing people. And, and used for stabbing It is very glorious. George Clooney gives the motivational speech before a battle, yes. which is incredible. Yeah. yeah, I wish I could quote something from it. Oh, there's the, loads. Of course, we don't believe in vampires. I don't believe in vampires, but nevertheless... No, no, it's, what, uh, it's what are they, uh, psychos or something? Is that what they look like, Carlos? They look like psychos. Psychos do not explode when sunlight hits them. I don't give a fuck how crazy they are. And just, you know, it's. <laughs> you can hear all kinds of fucking creepy noises battering the outside yeah. of this place. Yeah. Why, well out of all the guts and shitholes in Mexico, did we have to meet here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His inspiring speech goes something along the lines of, um, what is it? If, um, because the pastor's lost his faith. I was yeah, in his, yeah. uh, it's like, if those devils are from straight from hell, then there's yeah. got to be a heaven, Jacob. There's got to be. There's got to be. It, it is just riddled with quotable dialogue. Mm. It is It is a nice little quote-a-thon again. It's just like everything from be cool, you be cool with the close-up on the gun. It's super mm. cool. Mm. It, I mean, it's I think, cool like Fonzie. <laughs> yeah, with <laughs> vampires and blood and not jumping sharks. But the... Um, yeah, it is. It is. I think it was the coolest film I'd ever seen when I saw it. It was, uh, trying to think, it must have been 14, 13 when I saw this the first time. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. And it was, yeah, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, and I'd yeah. just not seen anything quite like that. And then there were two sequels. Yes. Ooh. Was Robert Patrick in both of them? No, just the first one. What were they called? So there was the... Still Dawn 2, was that The Hangman's Daughter? Yes. No, that's the no. third one. Was it? Okay, yeah. The second one was Blood Something, I think. Blood I haven't Mimi, seen Blood either. Dawn, Blood Night. Blood Night. The <laughs> Test. Straight to video. Bloody why? <laughs> Bloody why? <laughs> now, this is one of these things. Now, it's got to be monumentally <clears throat> clear to anyone who watches this film that there is no sequel. Although, yeah. the last shot. 
No, the last shot really just shows that it's been going on oh, for no, a long okay. time. I know, but it's still like... Oh, sorry, yeah, we should say that the camera pans back on a massive fake crane shot and we see the big canyon behind the building that is just filled with truck after truck after truck and motorbikes. And all carved into the back. It's like... Yeah. Catacombs. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Loads of crazy stuff. So it's blatantly been going on to everybody for years. Really, if you're killing that much of your clientele, you're going to go out of business pretty fast. Mm. But let's chuck a bar, I suppose. Exactly. There's always more truckers. And that's the point. It's people that are on long journeys that may not be missed. Mm. I mean, that's a sweeping generalization for truckers. But you know what I mean? That's If you're trucking out there and listen to this, don't worry. People miss you. (laughs) They do miss you. Don't stop at any dodgy bars, though. Yeah, I think I would have liked to have seen from Just Till Dawn 2 to go the way that Mike suggested. You know, the actual real story when the, uh, when the family do push on and go to the yeah, holiday. Yeah, it was too much of a success with the whole brawl, though, that, for that to ever happen. Exactly. So, <clears throat> I don't know, has anyone seen it? No. No. And what, Just Till Dawn 2? Mm. I don't want to. No, neither do I. I do want to. The story I want to see over. what they've done. And it's clearly just a cash-in. Clearly, really, yeah. There's no think, think. yeah, because <laughs> there's no. St- you're right. There's no way this story can go any further, and it's just going to be the same story with different characters. But it's going. I'm sure the, the beginning will be of different. This film for me, the joy from Just Till Dawn for me is the film of two halves, and and the trick surprise in the middle when you don't know what you're getting because it really did get me that I didn't know what was coming. See, it's that that lends itself to sequels because then you just remake the second half of the film. That's always the same because that's that's the bit in the bar. They've only gone Uh, for the vampire stuff but I equally love the things that come before it. I think some people find it a little bit tedious and boring if they're just waiting for the vampire stuff. But if you're just watching it because you're, you're enjoying the story and the characters unfold before you then it's a brilliant half of the film. I, I love the first part. See, I think that's why there should have been as little mention <coughs> as possible about the vampires. Because when you don't know it's coming, it, it's a different film. Well, it's like Alien 3. Who didn't know Ripley was going to die at the end of Alien 3? Yeah. I Everyone just, yeah, knew everyone that did, yeah. before yeah. it came out. It was like the worst kept movie twist of all time. Uh, almost as bad as uh, Terminator 2, Arnie's Good. You know, that that could have been a major surprise as well, but yeah. it's so obvious from the trailer that it's not. Um, so anyone who didn't see the trailer would have been all right. But, you know, like you say, if you've seen the trailer, then you know that's going to happen. The tagline from Dust Till Dawn was for, uh, it said, um, there are vampires, but no interviews. So, you know, there's vampires in there. Yeah. Oh, that's not the one I've got. Is it not? Um, the one I had was um, How Far Is Too Far or something like that. <laughs> all the that. fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> all the fucking way. Just keep going. Don't stop. It was something like that. Yeah. It wasn't anything to do with vampires, although there were bats on the cover. Yeah. Um, which might give it away. Then probably one of the pictures on the reverse would have shown it or something like that. But yeah, yeah if you saw it in the cinema then that's not going to give it away. Or someone just puts it on a DVD and shows it to you, then that's not going to give it away. But other than that, there's no way of avoiding that twist. Yeah. No. No. It's just good, solid entertainment, really, this film. That's what we're talking yeah, about. I think so. It, really? some, yeah. good, well, it's some great dialogue, some good amazing action. Amazing dialogue. Yeah, yeah, some great acting. See, yeah, funny horror as well. I think the genre of funny horror is so difficult to get right. Yeah. That this just goes all the fucking way, just shoves its tongue firmly in its cheek and it's goes, farcical, let's isn't have it? a laugh with this. Oh, it absolutely. is very yeah. farcical. It's just, yeah, it's just ridiculous. It's bordering on childish mm. and juvenile, some of the jokes that are in yeah. there, you know, mm. some of the visual gags that they throw at us. Well, like a gun in the shape of a cock, mm. Yeah, example. exactly. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Was it Sam <laughs> Hayek says to him, it's like, um, uh, you will be my dog. And as soon as you're my dog, I'll call you Spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to hell. No thanks. I'm already married. Yeah. Just great little line. But yeah, yeah just like a vampire saying, Yes, you'll be my dog called Spot. Another <laughs> <laughs> life when we're both cats. And everybody heard us say that and thought, Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you if you spot. say so, fine. And you lick the shit off my boot heel. Um, okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> See, I think we're going to get a lot of flack for this one. I think we are. I think it's going to be unfair flack. Because so do I. this this didn't get amazing reviews when it no. came out. This really? got sort of three star <laughs> average 
you know, maybe one or two people would have given it four. The majority of people would have slated it. And I think it was just completely misunderstood, to see, be perfectly honest. I think this will tie in very much with everybody thinking that the, the movies you should see thing means classics, yeah, big films, all of that sort of thing. When really we're trying to give an all-round sort of, here's a film you should watch, watch that, you'll enjoy it. Well, see, you say that, but this is, this is for me a classic from my teens. Oh, yeah. This, this, I, yeah, I, this I would agree. Like, this is a, this this is going a great film school, that everybody like should see. this film. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I was perhaps a bit older for it then. Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. I had some yeah. really Everyone dull, loved it. Everyone wanted to see this film when, because just a few people came back and said like what, how min it was and that everyone wanted to do it. And like two people, two or three people whose parents had bought the video were passing it around and like. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, back in the days when people bought VHS yes. and only like two or three people you knew ever had videos. Mm-hmm. That was great. Now everybody has DVDs. Yeah. But, oh, people and, and you could it. bet that if somebody did have one that you wanted to watch, it'd be on Betamax, but that's me because... No, I remember I Betamax. Can, can you remember I, Betamax? Yes, I can because we had a Betamax video camera, which the video camera was the size of your average like beta cam now. Yeah. So it was about three feet long something like that a foot high <laughs> and you actually had to wear a full size Betamax video recorder on a strap <laughs> on oh a shoulder God. strap that rested down by your leg because you couldn't actually put the tapes directly into the camera it's like fast stone of equipment yeah it was <laughs> fucking amazing you had to be committed in those days <laughs> literally to the asylum if you so went yeah, to buy one they'd just cart you off something the size of your tower on a strap that's ridiculous plus the camera that's ridiculous. <laughs> no. So yeah, I remember the Betamax days. That's yeah. bigger than you. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it especially was when I was five as yeah. well. Back in the days when new technology came with a shoulder strap. <laughs> Incredible. I'm glad my iPod doesn't have one. No, no, mobile phones with shoulder straps. Mobile phones with shoulder straps. Oh, the ones that... They had, they had some a box, briefcases. Like, yeah. 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 God. There's one of those in Lethal Weapon, I think. He's on the phone to the therapist. It's like it's just a box and a phone. You see, they look like what you imagine the army to use in the field yeah. now. Yeah. That sort of thing. The kind of phone you can hit directly with a missile and it just sort of bounces a bit and it's fine. I don't know. Sorry. You all just looked at me strangely. Anyway, shall we wrap this one? Well, yeah, we've got nothing else to say about the film. Uh, this comes out on Friday. So I hope everybody enjoyed the birthday episode. Yes. Yeah. And very much fun, fun to do. Check out the video on the website if you haven't already. Simplysyndicator.com slash movies you should see. Podcast Alley, please go there and vote for us if Indeed. you like. Yep. We very much We're appreciate currently that. down in eighth, eighth now. place. Yeah. We're getting slammed last month, fifth at the end fifth, of the month. Yeah. So we need month. your help here. We need your yeah. votes to get us back up on top form. Um, get us. High in the rankings, top five again. Please, 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 please. I have to appreciate that you can't stop the signal, but but we can try. In all fairness, can't yeah, we? We can try. I think what what does it is that the people who do podcasts dedicated to a particular fan base. I mean, we're just generally movies, but the fa- the Firefly, the Babylon Five, all of that. It's such a passionate sort of fan base. Mm. I mean, the top one at the moment is Star Wars action figure news. Yeah. So you've got the votes from all the people who are nerdy enough to collect Star Wars figures. To be honest, I mean, in all fairness, if I had more free time, I'd listen to a lot more podcasts. Yeah. And I would probably be listening to the Firefly, the Babylon 5, yeah. you know, and the so Star Wars action yeah. figure news. You can understand why we've got the competition. Yeah, oh, damn yeah, right. Definitely. It, damn right. it sends you into a weird state of mind because if you hear something good, you're annoyed and jealous that you didn't think of it and aren't doing it. <laughs> and if you hear yeah. anything bad, you just sit slagging it off. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's not as good as us. <laughs> so effectively, you can't actually listen to anything. <laughs> And then you can't click subscribe because that puts other people up a place. You can't, you know, it's... <laughs> Unless it's totally unrelated. Yeah, it's very weird. You just find yourself, I can't click on all the movie ones I want to listen to in iTunes because we might drop down 10 places then. <laughs> so I can't listen to any. I, I, I like Jon Snow's one. You heard that? What was that? Jon Snow, the Channel 4 News reporter. No, His, no, he's, he's got like a little weekly one where he just picks a topic of the week and talks about it for five minutes. That's quite cool. That's completely unrelated. Yeah, oh, so that so that. from his point of view. Yeah, yeah, it's all. Did you see the one um, when the slight tangent here, but where the illegal immigrants were working in uh, the Home Office? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh like, my god! No, they were. They where were, was I? They were working in even Brazil. They were working in the illegal immigrant department yeah. for the Home Office. <laughs> and John Snow, it's, it has the headline, and then it cuts to John Snow, and he just goes, 
you couldn't make it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he opened the news. I love Channel 4 News. It's wicked. It's great. <laughs> he couldn't make it up. What a complete... Fast. Oh, <laughs> ridiculous. But then, who would have seen that coming? <laughs> True, yeah. The, yeah. They'll never apply for jobs in my office if yeah. you're the Home Secretary, surely. The last place you'd look. <laughs> yeah. They're cleaning my office. Shit. Never thought of that. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was the taxi driver earlier. Get back underground. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, all our immigrants actually come from underground. No, they're hiding them in the basement to cover up the tracks. Allegedly. Um, (laughs) I think we should leave. Check out our MySpace pages. Yes. Uh, The list of them all is on uh, simplysyndicated.com forward slash movies you should see. Apart from the movies you should see one. Is that still That's myspace.com slash movies you should see. I understand why it should be there now. Yeah. I sort of forgot about yeah. it. But if you can't find it. You'll find it on all of our profiles anyway. Yeah. So. yeah. Add us to your friends. Send us messages. Leave yeah. comments. Because we're that lonely. No, we're not yeah, really. No. We just like hearing stuff from you. We yeah, really do. And, oh, and the forum. Check out the forum because the course. forums are fucking awesome at the moment. Yep. They are. You Join know, I remember when we, had, when we had like only... One posting. One post. What was it you were saying yesterday? You thought they were all rich. Yeah, the, for so long I thought the rich had just signed in under about eight different names just to make us all feel a bit better. <laughs> and now it's ridiculous because it's impossible for you to be all of those people. Yeah, it's really not me. Half I don't care that much. <laughs> but awesome. Always great stuff on there. Aye. Excellent. Cool. So anything else to say? What have we... We've done everything, haven't we? Oh, oh the, yeah. You might be the person who won the competition last week. If you are, we'll edit your name in here. Laurie Bowerline. And well done to you. And well, well done, done to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well you want a sheet of paper. You want a sheet of paper. Of paper. Uh, email us with your address and we'll post it to you. Or we'll come round. <laughs> That's just scary. We won't come round. We're not coming round. We won't come round. We'll... Give it to a postman and he can bring it. He can we bring won't it. scare you. Okay, yeah. let's let's wrap it, shall yes. yeah, okay, Thank you for listening. Right, let's see you later. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.